Today's episode was inspired by a handful of posts that I've been seeing posted in Facebook groups, including mine. And it is with the subject line, help, people will not pay my prices. Are you saying or thinking this? Well, today we're going to dive into this statement and we're going to find out why is this? And basically what I'm hearing being said indirectly is I am not getting bookings, right? And a lot of times we think that when we're not getting bookings, especially when we're having the inquiries coming in, but people just aren't booking with us, it is very common for us to assume that it's because of our pricing. It's easy to assume this because whether you're sending an investment guide or whether you have just sent over your pricing information or sent over your website that goes through all of your packages to someone that has inquired with you, if they ghost you, you automatically think, I'm too expensive. I'm out of their budget. They can't afford me. So I want to walk through three different points to answer this statement and answer this question of why are people not paying my prices? So number one, I want to ask you, is it really your pricing? Is that truly why they chose not to book you? Okay. And I know for you, there's no way that you are going to know for 110% that yes, it is or no, it's not. Unless they came back to you and they told you, I'm going to go with someone else because they're cheaper. A lot of times people just won't tell you that you're too expensive. Um, And if they do, and I know I've gotten this in the past where people will say, oh, I'm sorry, that's out of my budget right now. Okay, great. But really, most of the time, we don't really know why we got ghosted or why our inquiries are choosing to book with someone else or maybe not even at all. So I kind of want to dive into this question. Is it really your pricing? So number one, maybe not, right? I think that for some of you, your inquiries are getting confused or overwhelmed by the information that you are sending them. And what I mean by this is some of you have so many options that people are just overwhelmed and they either don't see the difference between certain packages or they don't understand your business model or what's really included. And for a lot of you, you're just giving them like a Chili's menu where it's like 12 pages long and they're having a really hard time making a decision. And so they end up either not booking a photographer at all, or they choose someone that gave them a steakhouse menu of, would you prefer this or that? Right? So The first thing I really want you to do is I want you to investigate. Am I confusing my potential clients in any kind of way in the way that I am giving them information? Am I overwhelming my potential clients in the way that I'm delivering my information? Am I offering too many packages? Am I trying to do all the things under the sun? Okay, 
Is it your editing skills? Did they hear from so-and-so and they loved their pictures, but then when you send them your investment guide or your portfolio, are they seeing inconsistencies that make them question, oh, I'm not really sure if I want to book her or not, okay? The consistent editing style plays more of a role than you would even believe. So one of the things that I do, and maybe you're listening right now, you're, maybe you're a blueprint student, or maybe you are in our big Book More Clients Facebook group, and you've seen me do a pricing audit. One of the suggestions that I give often is when you are showcasing your work, you want to make sure that you're not showcasing necessarily one image from 25 sessions that you've done, but that you want to carefully select images that have a very consistent editing style, that they were all taken around the same time, that they were taken around the two or three locations that you bounce back and forth between. You need things to look consistent because the minute someone sees an inconsistency, it will plant doubt in their mind and it will allow them to hesitate on booking you. So the first part to answering the help, why are people not paying my prices is, is it really your pricing? So in this first part, is it really your pricing? So I want you to go through the three things we talked about. Are you confusing or overwhelming your clients? And are you showing an inconsistency somewhere, somehow? Once you can answer those confidently, then you can move on to digging into more. Is it actually my pricing? Number two, are your potential clients seeing value in your services, in your packages, and what you're trying to present to them? Or are they not seeing enough value to make them want to hire you as their photographer? This is one that happens all the time. And this is one of the reasons that when it comes to pricing and when it comes to crafting packages, you have to be very careful that you don't just look at what everybody else in your area is doing and then make similar packages to where literally the only difference is a few images and a price. You have to make sure that you are standing out, that you are pricing yourself according to your cost of doing business and that you look at your area that you're serving are like, is this economy one that can sustain your pricing? Now, this is not an excuse to be the cheapest photographer on the block. This is also not an excuse for you to be the most expensive ever in your area or make you feel bad because the majority of your people can't afford you. So Really quickly, I want to I want to paint this picture for you because I really want you to understand what I am saying. So, most of you know that I live in a cow town. It is rural Oklahoma. It is as country as country can get. Okay, uh, one stoplight. It's crazy, and we have a ton of dirt roads. So, does my ideal target market live in my county? Yes, some people do, but the majority, 95% of where I live, they will never hire me as their photographer for multiple reasons that stem back to mindset, okay? Stem back to finances, which is a mindset issue, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, but 
you have to understand that while I, you know, physically live in a cow town, I'm actually marketing and getting clients from an, from a radius that's 60 miles in a full circle from where I live. Okay. So I travel literally all the directions, North, South, East, and West. I go 60 miles in whatever direction for my clients. Have I traveled further than that? Yes. Am I currently doing that in my business? No, they have to drive to me if it's over an hour. Okay. So what am I telling you this for? What I'm telling you is some of you are getting so discouraged because you are not willing to go outside of where you live and try to track down clients that actually fit your target market. And that is where you are going to stay stuck. You have to be willing to make sacrifices. In the first five years that I was in business, I traveled to anyone, everyone, anywhere they wanted me to, okay? It wasn't until the last two to three years that now the majority of my sessions actually happen in my own county where people are driving to me to take their pictures. And there's a lot of reasons for this, but the first being... I had to build and make sacrifices and become a go-to photographer before I got the luxury of what I can do today, okay? One of the things that I cannot stand is when you have people that are mentoring, coaching, and they're telling you that they, you know, built an awesome photography business, but they never tell you anything about the nitty-gritty work they did in the beginning. Like, that drives me insane. And then they try to tell you, like, here is exactly how you do it according to what I'm willing to tell you. I hope you guys know by now I literally hold nothing back. Um, there's not one thing that I wouldn't tell someone. Now, there are, for, let me back up here. There are some things that I remain private and I only share with my Blueprint students that are in that program because I honor their investment and I honor their time and I'm really invested in their businesses, okay? But for the majority of it, like this podcast, I have laid it out on the line. You could listen to every episode and be able to build a successful business. But again, for those of you that love to go deeper, that love to get the nitty gritty, that want me to hold absolutely nothing back, that's when you would jump into the blueprint so that I can get my hands and my eyes and opinions on your business and help you make it even better through personalized information. Okay, so that's the difference. I just wanted to lay that out there. But yes, I'm in a cow town and I am still able to have a successful photography business. And at the time of this recording, I am still going strong in my local photography business. Okay, so you need to evaluate. Okay, Evaluate where you are and where your clients are coming from. And then you're going to dive deeper. How do you create packages that sell? Well, I have an entire podcast episode. And here at the very end, I'm going to give you guys four podcast episodes to go listen to or re-listen to to dive deeper into this topic. So just hang tight. But a lot of you at the end of the day, it's not necessarily the price tag. It is the fact that they're not seeing the value for them attached to that price tag. So if they're saying it's too expensive, then we're not doing a good enough job of showing them the value 
of showing them that we can be trusted and of showing them what is included in these easy to read and easy to sell packages. Okay. So one of the ways that you can figure out this question is by doing a quick market research poll. And you can do this in a lot of different ways. In the blueprint, I give them my like access to my exact Google form that I created and then I sent out to different people. That way I could really test like what is the price point people are willing to spend, who are my cheap people, who are the people that are more higher end, what do my higher end potential clients expect to come in the packages and what do my cheaper people expect to come in the packages? Okay. So the market research is good because it is either going to validate where you're at, or it is going to show you that you are missing the mark on what people truly want. Okay. So Packages that sell market research. That's a part of allowing people to see the value. So I want you to be asking either past clients, potential clients, um, your audience on Instagram, if they're really tailored into what you're doing. If you know that the your target market is following you, then you can ask them questions in your stories. You could have a Google form in your LinkedIn bio. If you have a Facebook group, this is what I did. And I just asked people if they wouldn't mind taking, you know, two to five minutes out of their day and answering these questions because I was going to restructure um, some things in my business. And so I just asked a bunch of different questions. Okay. So I'm going to give you um, a couple of questions as examples, and then you can figure it out from there. And then again, if you join us in the Blueprint program, you're going to have access to all of those questions that I ask. But number one, ask people, how often are you in the market for hiring a photographer and why? That's question number one. And so like what I did was I gave a couple of different answers that was like once a year, twice a year, only when there's a special occasion, something like that. So decide what you need to be asking. Number two, what is your preferred budget or what is your max budget when it comes to hiring photography? And you want to be very specific. So if you're a family photographer, you want to say, what is your maximum budget when it comes to hiring a family photographer? And your job is just to see what people say. You're not going to give them choices. You are going to leave it an open-ended question and see what people say. This is not to make you feel bad if you are charging $500 for sessions and then everybody comes back and says 200. It's literally just to open your eyes to ask yourself, who am I marketing to? Is this even my target market? Or three, have I underpriced or overpriced myself out of my market? This is literally part of running a business. Okay. I know that a lot of coaches, a lot of photographers want to preach to you that the only way you're ever going to be successful is when you're charging $500 to $1,000 per package. And I'm here to tell you that is some BS, okay? I know some of you are probably like, I don't agree. And some of you are like, thank, you know, like, thank God you finally like said it, right? But here's the thing. It's not anyone's responsibility 
or anyone, like no one can tell you how to run your business or what to price yourself. I want to encourage you not to be a $50 photographer, but I also want to encourage you and let you know that for some of us, myself included, I could not make money by selling a thousand dollar package. I just could not, it would not sell, especially for where I live and what I do and what I offer. That's not a mindset issue. That is logistical facts. So if I only wanted to serve one client a month, maybe I could do it, right? But I just want to encourage you, like, stop thinking that the only way you've arrived and the only way you've ever made it is when you have a, you know, a thousand dollar package on your books. I, I just, I really want to call BS on that because I don't think that's true. So I hope that gives you some confidence today to move forward and at least that pricing element. So sorry, I know side tangent. I love how these, <laughs> I'm always like, these are going to be like five minute quick episodes. And then I get in these side tangents and here we are. So, okay. So number two, they might just not be seeing the value. And again, you want to dive into are my packages actually, um, are, are they selling? If they're not selling, am I showing enough value? And how do I know that my packages are going to sell anyway? You go back to market research questions and you just ask, you ask questions to figure out what people need. And the last, the third question um, with that market research example, I wanted to give you, so I want to make sure I give you two or three examples. The last one is, I also want you to ask them what, uh, how many images they consider to be enough in a gallery. Like if they pay this much, how many images are they expecting? And this is a really good eye opener because it tells you that A, there needs to be way more education happening between us photographers and our clients um, to, I think people just think that like, we still click a button and then like we throw everything on our computer, we pick the best ones and we hand them back. And I think that if you're not educating what actually is happening on the back end of you editing and you and your calling and all of that, you need to start showing that because your clients need to understand, like, it's not just a click of a button and, and a sorting of images and hand it right back. Like, they need to know that this takes us time, that this takes precision and all of that. Okay, last point right here. If it is your pricing, so after you go through, am I confusing or overwhelming my clients? Am I showing inconsistencies? Does my editing need work? Um, and then you go through, are they seeing the value? I know my packages are exactly like what my market wants. It also fits my cost of doing, of doing business. Then you're left with, okay, these people are probably not hiring me because of my pricing. And all I wanna say to you is that's okay. They're not your client. You're not meant to serve everybody. And I know I've said this so many times, but let this soak in your brain. You are not supposed to be the photographer for everyone. And this is something that even to this day, sitting in September, 2021, I still struggle with myself is it's okay that they chose someone else. There are some days that I want to have that pity party for myself and be like, man, either I totally suck or they totally like just do not want to work with me. Like, is it me? Is it my personality? And hey, guess what? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's because they know that you they they look at your values and they don't agree. Cool. Not your client. 
Sundays, they look at your stories and they're like, oh my gosh, what an annoying personality. Great. Not your client. That's not who you're here to serve. Sometimes people are like, oh golly, she's way out of my price range. I don't see the value. I never want to see the value. And some people are just going to be in a mindset of, I want the cheapest option out there always. They want the cheapest hotel room, the cheapest vacation, the cheapest uh, meal on the lunch menu. And some people want the cheapest photographer for whatever reason. Okay, great. They are not your client. So stop getting offended when people tell you that it's out of their price range. Now, there's one other thing I want to touch on, and then I'm going to give you the four episodes so you can dive in a little bit deeper here. But here's what I want you to know about pricing. A lot of times when people are uncomfortable, unsure, um, they're being stretched out of their comfort zone, the very first excuse you will hear because it's logical is it's because of finances. I can't afford that. And I want you to think about this for real. For those of you, and this, and I am only using this as an example because I think that a lot of you are going to understand this. For most of you, whether you're in the Blueprint program, you desire to be one day or, or you're not, I'm going to use this example. When you are looking into this program, you are like, I, I want access to Brooke. I want to follow her roadmap. I know what she teaches works. I have heard it on the podcast or I've had small wins on the prog- or on the podcast and I want to have bigger wins in the program. Okay. But you get all the way through the sales page or all the way through a sales pitch, right? And then you get to pricing and you look at it and immediately some doubt and some negativity starts to creep in. And now you're questioning yourself. And the first excuse that you cling to 99% of the time is I can't afford that. I shouldn't do that. My finance, like I don't need this. And then you start backing away. This also happens to us ladies and mamas at Target. We find some one item, some real cute item, whether it's a home decor, a new dress, something. And 99% of the time we put it up before we ever get to the register because we talk ourselves out of the purchase. Okay. This is what your clients are doing too. Do I have to have photography? No. Could I find someone cheaper? Yes. Is my husband going to really throw a fit if I go all in and and I pay this much money for a session. Yes. Okay. So I think I'm just going to have to wait on this. And maybe it's not that they're never going to be your client. It's just that they need some time. They want to save up. They want to talk themselves back into it. So I just want you to know, let's not be so harsh on our clients for telling you and clinging to the number one excuse that literally everyone goes through on a daily basis. I can't afford that. Okay, that's all right. Give them time. They'll probably come back, especially if you continue to treat them with kindness, letting them know that, hey, you would love to work with them in the future. It is totally fine. You understand the budget. And there you go. Okay, so I just really it's okay. Not everybody has to be your client and it's okay if you are too expensive, quote unquote. Okay, all right. So here are four other episodes that I want you to backtrack. And all four of these have aired in 2021. So you don't have to scroll back too far, but I'm going to start with the most recent 
all the way up to an episode that aired in January. Okay. So if you want to take a deeper dive into one of these topics, here you go. The building your business workshop series was the bomb. If you did not listen to it, I highly recommend you scroll back because I touch on all of the things of your photography business, including pricing, including packages, including the legal, the taxes, all of that. And that is aired on episodes 141 through 145. The next episode that I do want you to dive into is creating packages that sell. And that is episode 126. So just a couple months ago. After that, two episodes before that is episode 124, your 30-day roadmap to book more clients. That is another phenomenal episode. And the last one, if you want even more pricing tips, is pricing tips to implement right now. And that is episode 102. And that will really get you the nitty gritty to make sure that your prices are aligning with value and that your packages are actually going to sell and they're created for your target market. So I hope that this was encouraging. I hope you walked away with at least one wow moment. And I will see you guys next week for the next episode. Have an awesome week, guys.